Tired of asking why? Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast, where we are answering life's most difficult questions. Now, here's your host, Teresa Blaze. Welcome to the Unresolved Life Podcast. I'm Teresa Blaze. And today, I'm doing that solo thing again. Don't worry, I got interviews coming. But uh, today, I, um, I wanted to hit on a topic that we spoke on before. As today is in commemoration of an event that, in reality, I wish had never happened. However, it did, and we need to talk about it. Before we get to that, I wanted to delve into some housekeeping. Um, Unresolved News is still going. I'm actually working on something that for all you Alexa fans... Yes, I'm sorry, I may have set her off. I know. Well, I think you'll be real happy when, when we're done. But uh, more on that when the time comes, right? Um, second, I posted something on the Unresolved Life Facebook page. And I asked basically what I could do to make the Patreon more beneficial to you. So if you would go to facebook.com forward slash Unresolved Life and uh, look for that post and give an answer... I would be very grateful. My goal is to make this beneficial to you. I'm thinking about doing some things, but I also need to know what you guys want so I can do better. And uh, finally, what topics do you guys want? I I don't know, and if I you know I don't know what is uh, on your heart and on your mind, and if I don't know, I can't very well address them. So if you would. Send me an email, Teresa at unresolved.life, and uh, put in the subject line topics, or or topic, and then the and then the actual topic you want you want discussed. That way, I can kind of get an idea of what you're looking for. With that, on with the show, shall we? The event that we're talking about. Well, today is the remembrance of Roe versus Wade, or or more specifically, when the Supreme Court made abortion the law of the land. Rather than go on a diatribe on how wrong I think it is and all that kind of thing, I want to just kind of let a few stats settle in your uh, spirit and in your ears for a minute. To date, like just today alone, I, I found a site that actually tracks the number of abortions in real time. Over 1,600 abortions have been conducted today alone. That is 1,600 lives that will never be heard from. There have been over 60 million abortions conducted ever since Roe versus Wade became law. Now, I know we can make this a political show, and believe me, I'm trying not to, okay? But I want to ask this question. What does it say about us as a people and as a society when we say that it is all right to murder our unborn children for the um for the reason well they're not human anyway do you guys recall when the videos of planned parenthood came out and it showed that they were let me pause here before I go any further this is not a kid-friendly show, and I would suggest 
pausing the podcast because I'm going to go into a topic that's rather hard to swallow and rather disgusting, but it, it it's related to the abortion issue, and you might want to have your kids step out of the room. Okay. Do you recall when Planned Parenthood was busted by a group and they were recorded selling baby body parts? Do you recall that? Well, here's the interesting thing. Uh, uh, just a couple of days ago, it came out in the courts that the video in question was not edited. Okay, because that was the argument of the of the Planned Parenthood lawyers that the video was edited. You know, it was made to be that way. Well, it was not edited. And the interesting thing about this whole thing is who was the one that actually verified the video being edited for for the lawyers. Who did they go to? Perkins Coie, who, by the way, is in some other uh, political trouble. But I'm not going to get into that necessarily. You can probably do your own research. But the point is, Planned Parenthood does their best to explain that they are a medical services provider. Really? What medical service is there in murdering an unborn child? I can't get my mind wrapped around that. I I really can't, okay? I read in Psalm 119 where it says that we were formed in our mother's room, womb. We were we were fearfully and wonderfully made. It says uh elsewhere in the Psalms that you know, it it compares having lots of kids to a full quiver, like a arrow quiver. And that's not to say that you know, if you're listening and maybe you've had an abortion, this is not a rebuke against you. It's not. You know, there is forgiveness. There is truly forgiveness. There is. Our Lord died on the cross and took every single sin, every single one, including abortion, on himself. He took them to the grave and then he rose again. So. This is not a, well, if you had an abortion, you're a bad person. Okay? Everybody sins. Everybody mucks up. And abortion is truly evil. We know this. But there is forgiveness. However, I want to take a kind of a broader view. When you look at how much uh, people are profiting from abortion, you have to ask yourself, isn't that blood money? Isn't that essentially profiting from someone else's death? I tend to think it is. I know a lot of people are, are believe, well, it's, it's a woman's right to choose. Okay. If it's a woman's right to choose, what about that child? Don't think it a choice? What about the uh, argument that, well, okay, I could probably see that, but what about if the woman is raped? Well, I could never imagine what that is like and I understand the situation there is always adoption if the, if that situation is so egregious that you can't handle it but why punish the child for the actions of someone else the child did not have a, a, a choice in how, he, how they came into the world they didn't get to pick the circumstances so why make them the brunt of the punishment I know that a lot of people have turned this issue into a very political, very hot, and very divisive issue. 
And that's not my intent here. I just want to lay out some facts and lay out some, at least some of my thinking around the issue. I remember when I was um, sitting in the doctor's office. He was a high-risk OB. And my daughter, it was like my first time seeing him. And my daughter was not doing well. In fact, the placenta was separating from the wall. It, w- it was a mess, right? And the doctor asked me a question. Are you sure you don't want to terminate this pregnancy? Let's, let, let's uh, unpack that phrase. Are you sure you don't want to terminate this pregnancy? They take, they take such an egregious act and they wrap it in such sanitary terms that you are left like, oh, is this a scientific, it's a medical procedure. No, it's not. And my reaction was, I will not murder my child. I remember telling him this. I remember Mike echoing the sentiment and uh, using uh, f- language that I will not repeat here. You know, I remember, I remember these things. And the doctor said, okay, then you're going to be on bed rest for the next six months to try and save this child. You know what? I went through it. It wasn't easy, but I went through it. Why? Because I believed in the sanctity of the life that was inside of me. We have been fighting for over what? 50, 60, maybe more years to overturn a law that should never have been put in place. We are fighting that on the political sphere, but more importantly, more importantly than the political and the, and the court systems and the divisive nature of the topic, what is our role? If you agree with me that abortion, bleh, abortion is, is egregious and should be overturned, then what is our role? It's to reach hearts and minds. If we reach them with the gospel... And we give them that new life transla- uh, transformation that only God can do. Then he will change their heart. And all of a sudden, what do you know? Abortion is what God says it is. And evil. In fact, God spoke against it when the children of Israel were sacrificing their kids to idols. I mean, they were literally burning them alive in, uh, in, in sacrifice to idols. And it's been said that abortion is the, most, uh, is the largest human sacrifice to the occult. Why? Because it is the shedding of innocent blood. I firmly believe that this needs to be overturned. And I firmly believe one of the best ways we can do is, yes, we can act politically. Yes, we can continue to march for life. Yes, we can do all the things that you see. But we can speak to one person at a time and try and reach them respectfully. We don't want to become a stumbling block to them. But we can reach hearts and minds one person at a time. And if one life is saved... Because we went and we spoke to that person who's considering it. That's a good thing. Those are my thoughts. Take them for what they're worth. They're coming from someone who's just, you know, I I, want to see this overturned as much as anyone. But let's do it the right way. If if this has been um, helpful or provocative or made you think, would you do me a favor? Would you subscribe? rate, and review. 
I would love for more people to find the show so that we can engage in conversation together. And also, I'm going to link to a couple other shows that I actually did on the abortion topic. One with an actual survivor of the abortion that, that was done to her. I remember that interview very well. Believe me, it stuck with me. And number two, I'm going to uh, link to an interview I did with someone who actually helps ab- abortion workers get out of the industry. If if this is something that's adventurous to you, please, please um, go to the show notes and check them out. With that, I'm Teresa Blaze. You can find everything at www.unresolved.life. And we will speak again next time. You've been listening to the Unresolved Life Podcast. To catch all our past shows, go to unresolved.life. That's unresolved.life.